Right, hello, everyone. Welcome to, welcome back to the Aquila Podcast. We're on episode 17, and we're going to talk about uh, jobs and careers in the health and fitness field. So we're going to be, it's a broad spectrum from personal trainers, nutritionists, to physical therapists and occupational therapists. Uh, first, we'll start with personal training. And personal training is probably one of the easier uh, professions to get into in the health and fitness field because it does not take as much schooling as others. Um, not saying it's easy. It's not an easy job. And the test wasn't the easiest either. Uh, but basically to become a personal trainer, you get to uh, prepare for uh, certification tests from ACE or NASM or another um, science of exercise um, what are they called? The, uh, lost me there, but, uh, yeah, basically just any accredited, accredited program that, uh, you get your license in and, or your certification and don't, you don't need to go to necessarily like college or anything like a kid straight out of high school could literally buy the program and then take the test pass it and they'll technically be certified to train anyone and even then i feel like the certification to an extent is so there's like levels to it right yeah where anybody could technically train someone it's just like what separates you from the next guy and then when it comes to working for a particular business those businesses would prefer you to have some sort of uh certification to kind of prove your knowledge and just to kind of cover their liability purposes but say you work for yourself or you're like trying to do a side job like you don't even technically need one you could just like hustle your friends and say like i've been working out for a long time do you want me to help you in the gym because like i'm pretty strong so i could help you too doesn't mean they're gonna be the best option but at least they can yeah yeah exactly um you can, like similar to us, you can work for a company, but it'd be harder to get a job at a high school with that company because most of them require a bachelor's degree. Yeah, at, at least. Um, kind of like us. So that's what that's kind of like where we're at. Yeah, you need a bachelor's degree to go into a certain fitness corporation or uh, a different building. That's like an important building you need to get into, and just the, the security reasons, and like you said, liability as well. Yeah, um, so even probably, like, your local gyms, your Golds, your LA, I'm pretty sure, like, just with the certification, you'll be able to get a job, but, like, they probably it, prefer... it can get competitive depending, so also yeah. with, not only with, like, within individuals, within gyms, there's, like, levels to gyms where probably, like, your Planet Fitness, like, anybody could probably get a job there as far as training is concerned, and then maybe, like, your LA Fitnesses are, like, the next tier... Maybe Gold's Gym is in that same tier as LA Fitness, but then you know Lifetime Fitness, like these more premier, or there's one Bethesda. I can't remember exactly what's called right now, but yeah, like Lifetime Fitness is probably like a top tier gym in the local area where people pay hundreds of dollars a month for their membership, kind of thing. So you could expect a top tier clientele. So if you're a personal trainer trying to get into a high tier gym, you'll probably want certain credentials to back you up to separate you from just that person who just has a certification. You want to be able to say that 
you have personal training certification along with a lot of different certifications and probably along with your bachelor's degree and a couple years of experience. Yeah, even a master's degree too. They they probably I'm assuming the lifetime fitness and the top tier top tier gyms require a lot more um knowledge. So maybe even master's degree and a bunch more other um certifications along with just a basic personal training certification. Um, but I have interviewed with a few other, like a Gold's Gym and a, those types yeah. of gyms, and they do, they rather have a, at least a bachelor's degree. Um, like, I feel like you can still probably get a job if they really need a personal trainer, but they were, they much prefer it to be a bachelor's degree. If you have more, even more knowledge, you probably get paid more too. Yeah. So it's Equinox uh, is the gym I was trying to think of in Bethesda. Equinox. Yeah. 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 Right. Equinox right. is a pretty high tier gym to me. Yeah. People probably pay $75 a month. and Anything when you pay, if any, above $50 a month, you're pushing a pretty pricey gym, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, if you have the money to do that, go for it. But I personally don't think it's necessary. Like, I can work out anywhere with anything. Yeah, so on top of uh, the degree and just the basic personal training certification, the other certifications I was referring to that you could also, like, do and specialize in and then maybe you could run specific classes so would you consider like a zoom instructor i i mean like technically i would assume they could be a personal trainer but at the same time like no one like labels them as a personal instructor i mean personal trainer people just think of them as the zumba instructor you know or a yeah. yoga teacher they just think of them as the yoga instructor yeah a lot of them really aren't certified in personal training per se they just like do it's like a little, it's a little side job, you know, it's just, yeah. uh, I like Zumba or I like yoga and I'm really good at it. I can teach this and make some money and it's a good side job, but yeah. I'm not actually a personal trainer though. Yeah. I feel like half some would, but some aren't, but then there's others like I personally have a, in NASM, I have a, the PES certification, which is a performance enhancement specialist. I got it a few years back and I actually got it before I got my personal training certification just because. Uh-huh. It was like a uh, class that ran with it in college, so I just took it. And I had the idea that I'm an athlete and I like sports, so if I ever wanted to help another athlete out, that's kind of like a certification that could I could kind of use to my advantage to say I'm not just a personal trainer, that, but I also specialize in like performance specifically, not just like aesthetics or fat loss. Like my goal to get when it comes to training is strictly performance most of the time. What what do you uh, mean by performance? Is it like uh, just? Um, I would have related to athletics, like sports, where um we're trying to get faster, stronger, not necessarily just look good. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, so those so it could be for any basketball, football, or just someone who just wants to kind of be athlete. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> so yeah, you said I had it these, that's what they kind of focused on. It was like, you know, when we take our personal training exam or take the program that it's pretty broad. They they accommodate like any little part of the business from the business side of things to the nutrition part of it yeah. to the actual physical part. Like they highlight everything. But then when I took this specialized one, like it zeroed in on like just athletics and there was like no talk about the nutrition side. Well, I think there was a little bit, but they wouldn't like really focus on the business part or 
any of the smaller uh, cycles like that would occur in our body when it comes to certain mm-hmm. oxygen or whatever the case may be. It was just like, this is how you get an athlete stronger, better, and how you progress, and that's that. Take the exam. And a lot of these uh, certifications, they're not as hard. This one was like a you take it at home. So honestly, you can kind of pass it fairly easily, but you do have to pay money for those extra certifications. And as a personal trainer, there's CEUs where every two, three years, depending on the depending on the program you chose, that you would have to like keep up to date with the current knowledge. So they expect you to get new certifications or attend conferences that earn you credits to show that you are still trying to progress in your education and you're still learning, not just settling with the information you learned whenever you got the certification. Yeah. And the, the jobs that we're going to talk about uh, later, um, they have, it's a similar situation. You still need to be catch up on your certifications and go to conferences and stuff like that to continue your career path. Yeah, my dad's a nurse, and I, I didn't know even nurses have CEUs, apparently. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it makes sense. You know, like, practicing medicine, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's always updating. Yeah. It changes, so you yeah. stay up to date with it. So there's other uh, specialties when it comes to personal training, like the TRX, or people like to cycle. So some people, specific, like, they'll become cycle instructors, or what other specialties are there in gyms? I already mentioned Zumba and yoga. You can be a, a specifically a group exercise instructor. Yeah. Something like that. Because um, sometimes different gyms require different uh, credentials. So you can just do that as a side job uh, in addition to another job you have. Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot of different things you can do. Yeah. There's a soldier fit. Apparently, this is like completely just off the top of my head. Uh, there's like certain different certifications when you own a CrossFit, soldier fit. All these different things. They have like levels to their training and certification. It's just actually crazy. Oh, really? Let me look into that. I heard Soldier Fit's pretty cool. Yeah. So the next uh, route people could take that kind of. So the only... well, I want to go into nutritionist next because it's a, like a little gray area. So I think I forgot to like add in our little thing is a dietitian is probably like the registered board certified, got their master's or bachelor's degree. I don't know. Which one, but they're board certified, kind of like a nurse where you're not necessarily certified and you could just like have that title and be the most trusted person for nutrition unless you have that. But yeah. there's also certifications out there through like NASM or ACE or whatever that they say you're now specialized in nutrition, but a nutritionist versus a dietitian is like a loose term. They're like a lot of people say they're this or think they're the same thing, but they're in they're not but in some countries they are it's just like here in the united states it's dietitians like if you're looking for someone like you're out there trying to like find the best information or the best person possible to serve you in your dietary needs a dietitian is probably what you want to look at first and then from there like you could kind of look into nutritionists and nutritionists could still be a dietitian it's just that's what it what comes to when it's the certification of the board certified level. I think other terms are they can go they can coincide, yeah. but um, 
I think I think for an undergrad degree, like there was nutrition, and a lot. Of, and I had a couple of friends that were doing that, and they went into to, to become a registered dietitian, like you said. So I feel like that's the yeah that's the the big thing. Yeah, to become a that's like the top dietitian. level of it. Yeah, so you can you can be certified nutrition specialist, like that's possible. But a registered dietitian is um, the best thing you could do for your career, and you can also do the certification, but. The, the dietitian, like you said, is the way to go. I think it's kind of similar to the personal training to a, a little different extent because we never really had to get board certified necessarily. It's just a uh, certification along with a degree to get that extra step up. But like with the – because like with the dietitians, like I feel like that's the difference where you could I could still get hired by certain gyms. And like as long as I could sell myself, I have enough experience and – the timing in the right place kind of thing. Yeah. But like some places like it's right. You have to be, if, if you're going to like work for a particular company, it's like registered, registered dietitian, or you, you're you just not, you're just not, you don't have the credentials. You're just not going to get hired. You're not even, you shouldn't even apply. Like that's part of their requirement, you know, versus like some places like as a personal trainer, they prefer you to have this, but it's like a minimal requirement or at least that's it's the state it's the state law for you to be a registered dietitian if you're like going to work for a company in a particular sense stuff like that and maybe for a hospital or something yeah, like that like like, like um, if you're not a registered nurse even if you graduated your bachelor's but you didn't uh pass the boards then you're not going to get hired yeah simple as that yeah so i think that's just like a little difference like and depending on the company you work for, it's just like you just have to have it versus if you're working for yourself or just trying to like kind of have a step up against your peers as a personal trainer, then having that nutrition certification is kind of like that extra step where and we could also lead into like health coaches where health coaches is like a little more broad term, but I feel like a health coach usually has a specialization in mental health physical so like a personal trainer or exercise science and they also could help you with your nutrition they're like well rounded pretty well rounded yeah exactly um yeah like health coaches they have like most have undergraduate degrees and like some sort of health or wellness or like a health science or a food science something like that maybe health management um like they need their health coach certification from a accredited agency too to become one and I think, and it, I read online, it takes three months to a year. So that's a pretty wide range, a broad duration of time. So not sure how the test is, but I guess it's pretty hard, but I guess in addition to be the best health coach, you need maybe a, a nutrition um, certification and the personal training stuff. So a bunch of other different certifications to be the best health coach and be hired by a, better company to get paid more i assume yeah i think like like we're referring to like a lot of this is selling yourself like what do you have to offer versus the next person and depending on the job the depending on the place a minimal requirement of certifications or education is going to be needed but other than like excluding that if you're because a lot of people do work for themselves people start their own businesses create their own brands it's all about like what do you have to offer that's different from everyone else essentially or as a personal trainer a part of it too is like 
what can you show for like you could say you have all this but what do you have to show for it like i think a lot of people have you seen like on social media where maybe you have a few friends where they like start to their own fitness page or they're starting their own brand and there's nothing wrong with that but something i've learned yeah. recently that i actually i'm going to try to apply to myself is don't focus so much on the brand like you want to have one when you're like working on your with yourself but once you like have a client or two that kind of could be a testimony as to how good you are at your job once like they tell a couple people and then you get another person or two then you do the same thing for them and before you know it you just have like all these people who know how good you are and they're telling other people and it's just gonna spread like wildfire without you like necessarily put so much effort in your brand like your brand just speaks for itself in a sense yeah i i know what you mean by those people that create their instagram pages like out of nowhere like hey i create a fit page or whatever and they're not certified in anything you know they just yeah. do it which is cool and all but like i wouldn't if like from someone that's like i guess we're trained and we we have a lot more knowledge than most people in exercise and physiology, all that stuff. Uh, just some person that majored in something else that's just started to be fit, start a fit page because they aesthetically yeah. look good. It, it it wouldn't attract me to to buy their program that they made out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like yeah, like, like said, what I want to like, see what, is like, what have you done for someone? I was like, it works for you, but and they're focusing on like their image, their brand. But I feel like I need to like see people do it for other people, not just like. You know, sometimes like, you might even see them work out with someone else or have a client, but like, I want to see like someone have a client from point A and then show me where you took a client to point B within like six months or something. And then once people are able to show that, which I don't see too many people do, I feel like everything just comes, follows right after that because you have it right in front of people's faces that this person from day one to six months later looks like this or they're able to do this now or they're this much stronger versus me just seeing someone in their brand post about themselves getting stronger yeah exactly um like you said every everyone's different and what everyone's goals are different too so what works for one client will probably won't work for the other client and you have to be very versatile yeah um yeah, so we can move on to athletic trainers. And I don't know too much about athletic trainers, but I just know you need a at least a bachelor's degree to pass a board, a certification. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know anything about So them? even some have to push as far as master's when it comes to like – when I think of an athletic trainer, I think of uh, sports teams, professional sports teams, even collegiate sports teams where those people that do the – that tape athletes up that are kind of like on the sidelines when the player gets injured, those half the time they're not yep. physical. They're, they're like athletic trainers that just know how to work on the fly kind of thing. So that's what I kind of think of when athletic trainers, those people who want to be there during the live action stuff, who want to take that route where athletic trainers could be also the sport and conditioning person. They also train people when they're not working on prehab or rehab of an athlete before or after practice. They may help with strength and conditioning as well. So it's like a well-rounded health and fitness specialist that specifically works alongside collegiate, even high school teams. But I feel like when it comes to high school, most of the time they'll have 
No, actually, I've seen it for high school because I wouldn't want some random intern or some uh, random high schooler just taping up my ankles or something. Yeah, I feel like that's like a lower tiered athletic trainer and they might not be like they don't have necessarily have like their master's degree, but they're just trying to get their experience to get up to the higher levels. Yeah, um, the athletic trainer, I always, I got hurt, like, frequently, especially when I played football uh, in high school. So I always, I was around the athletic trainer, and they never did a great job, at least, like, with me, where they always did something wrong, or they, (laughs) one time I hurt myself, and they thought I tore my Achilles, which was, like, I was like, there's there's no way. Like, that's, like, such a horrible diagnosis, and I just sprained my ankle. (laughs) and i was like i'm guessing she was brand new or something but um but like you said that i guess the goal is to be into a d1 college athletic training where you get paid more have more responsibilities and just have be more uh just have more fun i guess but but yeah high school is probably it's a good place to start for athletic training career yeah so they like work Um, closely with athletes and I guess I don't know how many people would actually want to push for the professional level, knowing there's only so many pro, pro teams out there. But that's usually what I think of when I think of athletic trainer and the amount of education and certifications they need, just because of how much fewer the amount of jobs there are. It's a pretty competitive field, so is it worth the? Is it? It's not necessarily the most big for your buck route to go, just because the amount of education certification you need just to like have a small chance of making it it just it just comes yeah. down to like selling yourself getting in what you have to offer versus the next guy yeah so let's get into the yeah. last couple here the physical therapist and occupational therapist so when i think of the two they're pretty similar but i think physical therapists focus on your physical ability from range of motion to strength in any particular muscle after re- having an injury but then the occupational therapist kind of takes it to the next step in focusing on a particular daily activities like your way of living, and they try to help you perform those and improve in that after an injury versus just like you being able to move your shoulder in the proper range of motion. They want to like make sure you're able to like do things around your house or do your job without being with by being pain free after an injury. That's how I kind of differentiate yeah. the two. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I like to think physical ther- therapists, they're like personal trainers, but like way more knowledgeable for specifically for injuries. Yeah. Where personal trainers, we, we help healthy people get stronger, where they help people bounce back from an injury, which requires a lot more uh, schooling, of course. Because um, I, you, I, you worked in a PT office, like I did too. And my mom's a PT, so I learned a lot from them. And it basically, they PTs, they do evaluation, and then they just send, then they kind of send them off with the aid or the tech to do the program with them. But basically, you know, three sets of 10 of this, like similar to the personal training thing, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so typically physical therapists, they... You go to your, get your bachelor's. You could literally get your bachelor's in anything. Same thing, I would assume that applies to a lot of uh, master's degrees that when you apply for a program, as long as you have the prerequisites for that program, it doesn't necessarily 
matter what degree. I've seen people have like a psychology degree, go into physical therapy. They just had to like take anatomy and a couple biology courses and they were able to get in. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. Take an easier uh, major along with like, you know, for, uh, for med school too, along with the credential, the classes you need for uh, the master's or doctorate program or whatever. Um, Cause you don't necessarily need to take biology as a major because the major in itself is hard. You will get most of your classes done with that major, but it'll be overall a more strenuous schedule than if you chose another major. Because uh, you need to have good grades to get into PT school, and it's really, really hard to get into it. So um, Yeah, and then after that, for most there. programs or schools, it's usually a three-year program now. But at least it's a doctorate. It wasn't always a doctorate, so that's a step up from what it used to be maybe like five years ago. Yeah, my mom got hers a long time ago, but it wasn't a doctor. Yeah, it's just a like degree, which it was like maybe two years. Yeah, and I think um I think occupational therapists are I think I don't think they're a doctorate yet. I think they're still in the master's degree level. I might be wrong. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a master's. So it might degree. be a little quicker of a route. I don't know how big the pay difference would be on average, but if you're if a year of schooling is a big difference to you, it might be the better route for you. And especially if you want to help people on their yeah. way of living versus just getting them physically healthy, then that's a good thing to consider as well. Yeah, it seems like a really fulfilling work. I never really considered it uh, for my career path, but it's really cool career for sure. Um, yeah, like similar to PT school, you got to have good grades to get into. Um, but I guess I, I actually compare the, um, the the classes needed for PT school and OT school. And OT school seems a lot easier to get into with the classes you need to take. Like uh, PT school, you need all like the chemistry, all the biologies, at least calculus, stuff like that. And you have to get at least A or B in them. OT, you just needed like a, maybe three or four sciences yeah. or something. So it was the differences there. Uh, OT seems a little more easier. Yeah. So to wrap it up, uh, well, well, where do you see yourself going, Matt, after you're going to be sticking around personal <laughs> training for a while or what's next for you? Um, yeah, I, th I definitely want to go on. I do love personal training. I love working with people, but I'm trying to get a master's degree and I'm not sure what else, but <laughs> something else health yeah. related though. So it could be OT or at PT school. That's a reach because I don't yeah. think so, but OT school possibly, but I can see myself going to a master's program and something, but I like to, I would like to keep my personal training certification because I like doing it. And you can always keep training people at yeah. gym or on the side or something. So um, how about you? You want to expound or get, figure out something else or what? I think health coaches always kind of appeal to me. So maybe just might take a couple of certifications. Um, might not do any crazy next level uh, boards or anything like wow. that, but maybe – Eventually, it might focus on like personal branding or maybe get right time, right place with a company. But you never know. We'll we'll see. That's kind of where I want. I wanted to be a real round. I just didn't want it to be labeled as the fitness guy, or I always wanted like just to be able to help someone in general through ever with whatever they got going on versus just like specializing in one thing. Yeah, I agree. I want to uh, expound my horizons with different like i, I want a little more about nutrition yeah. too for sure um 
Because I just know, uh, yeah, I know about fitness, but nothing else <laughs> in the health field, I guess. So definitely want to learn more, get more certifications. Yeah, like so I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week.